All right. It works for me. All right. So we're here with another Jazz Matters podcast. And today we're with the great, the magnificent, the wonderful Miss Jennifer Fonsworth. Hello. All right. And we're also here uh, vocally with Vaughn Coulter, who has um, Jazz Beats Radio. And Vaughn, uh, let's make sure you're in now. Hello there, everybody. Uh, in the words of one of the famous, great and never late, Brad Pye Jr. Hello there, everybody. All right, then. Hello. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go ahead and get started now. Enough with the jokes. But anyway, uh, uh, Jennifer, for all those who don't know you, can you give us, uh, you know, how you started and, uh, you know, what brought you here to Atlanta and everything? Sure. So my background, I, I went to conservatories in Boston. My background was actually classical music. But in, in college, I went to the New England Conservatory, the Boston Conservatory. I kept hanging out with the jazz musicians. So I'd be studying classical music, but the jazz guys were way more fun. Right out of college, I went down to Florida and I was singing as Cinderella at Disney, doing their shows. And I remember there was a drummer, Ron Kopp. He had a, a quartet playing a convention at Disney. And I was singing as Cinderella in, in a show. And he found me backstage and he said, listen, I think you'd be great singing jazz music. He said, you know, if you'll work with me, I have a group. I work with a bunch of agencies in Orlando for convention work. He got me going with charts, got a little demo, and, and that really was the start of it. So I started singing uh, Disney, downtown Disney, Pleasure Island Jazz, uh, Jazz Club. Started singing there with a lot of Orlando guys. Uh, moved to Atlanta, and that's when I had met you. You're at Dante's. Yes. I remember seeing you there and playing with you. Uh, and then I moved to New York. And more recently, I, I did uh, quite a bit of singing in New York. Uh, I was up in Riverdale in the Bronx. And more recently came back to Atlanta about a year and a half ago, I think. My family's down here. And, uh, and it's nice to see the, the musicians I knew and, and play with everyone again. So okay. I'm here. Good. Now, in uh, when you were up in New York, uh, what kind of work were you doing as far as, were you doing a lot of clubs or were you doing uh, mostly studio stuff or what? Uh, clubs. So my first gig, tell me how lucky I was. My very first gig was at Smoke. Uh, and I had, it was with Harold Mayburn, uh, Dwayne Berno. You remember Dwayne Berno on the bass? Joe Farnsworth and Jeremy Pelt. Oh, okay. And let me tell you, I never worked so hard in my life. They were such a strong force. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Whoa, I've got to hang in there. They're all going to get lost. It was amazing. And uh, I, I never took that for granted. But I had a lot of, um, I had a lot of duo gigs. I had a uh, regular gig in, in Midtown with Harold Mayburn, okay. which, oh, that was the best. I loved having him all to myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we just so lost I, him here recently. I'm sorry? I said we just lost him, right? We did, yes. That was very, very sad. 
Mm-hmm. Good. So how do you, um, do you, do you feel the, the culture of jazz is changing or do you feel that, um, is it, is it more like, um, put to a little bit farther back in, in, in mainstream than it, than it really should be? And if so, what do you think, you know, we as musicians can do to try to push it a little bit more forward? Is it the change or, or is it what? So I remember, I'll talk about Harold a lot because I just, I loved him so much and I learned so much from him. I remember he said, jazz is different now because the men are different now. The people are different now. Right, right. And uh, I, I really think that's true. Sometimes, and it's just my humble opinion, I think sometimes we're too serious about the music and we forget what, for me, what's so great about it, it's just, it's so fun being in a club, everyone's dressed up, everyone's having a good time, musicians goofing around, getting into trouble, sharing great stories. I love all the storytelling. And, and I think if we could, if the music can, if we just remember that it's, it's all about, it, it's entertaining, keeping it fun, um, keeping the life in it. I think that's most important. But I've met a lot of young musicians uh, who are doing that. I think it's very exciting. Yeah, because I was going to ask you about the young musicians. Do you think that they're um, bringing it a little bit uh, more to the electronic side of the music or the entertainment side versus uh, the actual uh culture of jazz the, the original culture of it the acoustic side uh, you know I would know because I like working with the acoustic guys yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I stick mostly with that and I know you and I have talked about yeah. uh, Atlanta specifically what kind of talent you know what, what do they like uh, what do they respond to yeah. And uh, I've learned so much from you because um, you really understand this town and musically, you know, what's going to get the audience going and uh, get them dancing and feeling good. And I appreciate that because that's number one on my mind when I'm singing. It's trying to make people feel good. Right. And, uh, and you did uh, when we did a little, a little small concert over at the Wren's Nest. Yes. And, uh, and it was just you know, me, you, and uh, and my friend Tony Taylor. And yes. uh, the people seemed to be so involved in what you were doing. You know, that was a good, that was a really good audience, you know. That was a blast. It was so intimate. Yeah. And it's a beautiful, beautiful home. Uh, that was very fun. And I hope we do it again. Oh, yeah, me too. So I'm trying to get, I'm going to try to get uh, Vaughn in here to see if he can ask you a few questions. And Vaughn, you still with me? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. And okay. uh, Jennifer, it's a pleasure having you on board with us today. Um, Thank you. This is the first time we've had a lady on Yes, Jazz Matters. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to this because I always want to know what a woman's perspective is about this music. And uh, I just wanted to ask, what was the transition like from opera and musical theater to jazz? What was that like for you? Well, you know... I felt with classical music, I had a very strong base uh, in, in technique and I could read music, I could play play piano, but you know, it was 
if I'm going to be very, very honest, I don't think I was the greatest listener. And in jazz, you really have to listen to the musicians you're work with whom you're working and, and be able to play off of that. Um, and, and I think that's what I enjoy most about jazz is that it's different every time you, depending upon the group that you put together. So I think that was fine tuning my ear was the most difficult transition. Yeah. Did you get, uh, did you hear, could you hear yeah, it? You kind of tailed off at the end. Okay. Oh, yeah. I lost her at the end, but uh, did you notice um, the, the freedom and what was that like for you, you know, to be able to improvise um, the music, being able to go places with it? Oh, I mean, it's, it's so exciting. Um, like I said, I, I think of some of the musicians I've been so lucky to have played with, um, <laughs> without sounding crude, I've never actually sweat because I'm working so hard and listening so hard. And uh, to me, it's just so exciting because you don't know what is going to happen, uh, but, but you're, you're really working and trying to sing as strongly as you can. I have to check in with you, Vaughn, to find out if, if you dropped out. <laughs> no, I'm still here. I mean, it's just a, you can't hear her too well? Yeah, her, 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 uh, her replies back are kind of, they're, they're falling out and toward the end and everything. So oh, okay. it's just that her audio is kind of tough for me to pick up on. Oh, okay. I'll well, try to speak a little louder. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I think it's more of a technical issue more than anything. Oh, okay. okay. Well, we'll have to wind, uh, work that out. You know, another day. Yeah. But um, if you, uh, like, we talked a little bit about where the situation is now as far as uh, nobody's really doing a whole lot of work right now. And um, what are you looking forward to when, when we get back to work? Uh, well, I'm looking forward to seeing people like you. Well, that <laughs> I miss helps. all of my musician friends. I mean, it used to be where, you know, you'd maybe just casually run into people on the scene, but that's not happening for sure. So I, I miss all of my musician friends. Um, I've actually been very fortunate. I was telling you, I've, I've been able to uh, do a couple of live streams yes. uh, at a club in Alpharetta, and I've done one cul-de-sac concert. So a neighborhood pulled together they, uh, they did social distancing in a cul-de-sac and I did a, a live concert and uh, I'm just missing that interaction with, with people. Oh, okay. Well, you're, you're not alone. Let's say it like that. You, you are in good company because you're definitely not alone. As soon as we get a, a chance to, um, well, I was thinking because of um, my organization, when we get ready to do things, um, I'm having this podcast set up for several reasons. One of them is to try to reach out to the musicians that are in place like we are, that we know that like jazz and everything and, and perform jazz, to give them a platform to do that. And so I've been kind of thinking on that, you know, on a, on a daily basis, really, what is it I can do to, uh, to pull us back together, you know, in this situation? Well, let's say when we get a better shot at being in the uh, performance situation. Mm -hmm. uh, if, um, 
if I could say, um, do you see though that um, is your creative thing going? Do you have a new product or anything? Actually, it's funny you ask. Uh, I started working on a, a record and I was just about done. I wanted to touch up a couple tracks. Yeah. I was going to mix and master in New York. I was planning to fly up two months ago, do the, the photo shoot, and now I can't go up. <laughs> and it's driving me crazy. I even <laughs> thought, oh, maybe I'll just drive up, go to the studio, yeah, right. knock it out. But they have checked. It's just not the time to, it's just not the time. So I'm dying to get this record out. And as soon as things open up and it's safe. Um, yeah. Yes, I'm very excited. Now, are you doing uh, new music, your original stuff? Or are you doing some covers or, or what? Well, let's see here. I have one original, mm -hmm. but when the music stops, um, I'm doing a beautiful ballad, one of my all-time favorites, um, John Coltrane, Central Park West. Yes. And uh, I couldn't find lyrics for that, so I wrote some lyrics for it. Okay. Uh, I'm probably most excited about that tune. Um, and then a lot of jazz standards, folks who live on a hill. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, this recording is, um, Harold was on it, and it's the very last recording he ever did. Oh, okay. So I want to take care to really do it right, make sure right. it's very nice. And, um, yeah, a lot of the tunes were, were his recommendations. Um, West Montgomery, remember that record, uh, Live in Paris, Live at Paris? Live in, yeah, okay. He did a, a rendition of Here's That Rainy Day. So right. we did that. Harold was on that, so he was able to okay. play that again. And, oh, it was so exciting. That's so, cool. yeah. All right. So, Vaughn, are you back with me? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay. Could, could you hear? No, no. Could you hear? Uh, yeah. You can yeah, I heard her. She, she was coming through a whole lot better there. Okay, yeah. now what? Okay, Vaughn, go ahead. You can continue. But I didn't want to make sure. I wanted to make sure you weren't cut off or cut out. Right oh there. no, I'm I'm fine. I, I was just uh, listening to what she's got planned or uh, things and, and and talking about uh, you know doing lyrics to Central Park West. I must think I, I feel as though that's going to be a beautiful, beautiful arrangement, a composition, and uh, the lyrics. I, I mean, you know it. it when you hear it, you know, it's like something special has got to happen. <laughs> something special has got to happen with that song with lyrics. Oh, yeah. So I commend, I commend you, Jennifer, with that challenge right there. Oh, thank you. You know, actually, I did hear one other person sing that ballad, I should say, Jose James, who's a wonderful singer. And I think he wrote his own lyrics for that. Yeah. But when I heard it, I thought, okay, this isn't quite, I can't quite relate to these lyrics. Um, and I can't say that I'm a, a lyricist per se, but um, it was, it, it's just such a beautifully written ballad. It was very easy. The words just came out and it just, it was very easy to work uh, with that melody. Yeah, cool. Now that is a great melody and, and it's a good thing you did write your own words because I couldn't see, you know, one fit, one, one, uh, 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 group of lyrics fitting everybody you know what i'm saying especially in a song like that because it means so many different things to everybody you know but uh i do know that um you'll probably be uh now as far as your streaming when is the next one uh do you have one planned 
As far as, I'm sorry? Your uh, live streams. Oh, I don't have one planned uh, oh, okay. just yet. No. Well, I'm going to have to make that happen then, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no problem. When I get the call, I don't. <laughs> well, like I said, I have to make it happen. I always have to step in and make it happen, make it right. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, Vaughn, anything else you need to, you want to ask? Yeah. Uh, go uh, ahead. Um, Je Jennifer? Um, yes. What are you listening? What are you listening to today? What um, what have you got on your turntable or on your MP3 or on your flash drive that you're currently listening to today? Well, you know, it's so funny you say that because I live in Alpharetta, and I keep going because what are you going to do uh, during COVID? I take a lot of walks with my Beagle pup, and I go to there's a great record store. Uh, called Old, uh, no, Comeback Vinyl. That's the name of it, Comeback Vinyl. And they have a great jazz selection. And I keep going in there and buying records. But the irony is, I don't have a record player. Oh, <laughs> so I can tell you what I just bought. Uh, <laughs> I've got to get a record player. But I, I love, I love records and the art and, uh, and the liner notes. I love looking at that. But I just bought Phineas Newborn Jr. Uh, McCoy Tyner. I was listening to Nancy Wilson uh, and Cannibal Adderley. Oh, what else? Uh, Sonny Rollins, Vols Hot. Oh, right. I love that one. Is that the name of the record? Which one? Maybe not. Where he has Vols Hot on it. Oh, yeah, I don't know if that's the name of the album or not, you know. I, I don't think it is, but I've been listening to that uh, a ton. Yeah. And uh, maybe to get a little plug in, um, I don't know if you know, but I also manage Joe Farnsworth, the drummer. Right. right. Okay. He has a record out called uh, Time to Swing. Yeah. So I've been listening to that too. They're one, slowly but surely, they're uh, releasing um, singles off of that. Right. Uh, so I've been listening to that too, and it'll. Now, come who else out. has he got playing on that record? He's got Whit Marsalis. Okay, wins on it. Great. <laughs> yeah. Right. Cool. Um, Kenny Barron. Yeah. And Washington. Wow. So it's oh, an yeah. all-star lineup. Yeah, they, that that should be a good one. Now you can even give me the name of that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time to swing. Right, and Arthur, you know, Joe Farnsworth. <laughs> Yep, Joe Farnsworth. There it is. There it is. Cool. So uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up. See, I told you it was going to be a quick one. And yeah. Glad to have you here. Good seeing you again. Uh, you too. At Jazz Matters, uh, you, go, you can, you can uh, see this uh, every Monday. We, we have the uh, airing of the podcast. So every Monday, there will be one coming up this Monday also. Uh, but you also can see those things at um, uh, on Facebook or YouTube. So uh, we'll have uh, at least, um, I'm trying to make it sure that we can have something for you every week through the end of the year, uh, probably through the first part of next year also. And if we can continue this. So if you want to know more about uh, Jazz Matters, you can always go to yesjazzmatters.org and uh, you can find out pretty much anything you want to find out about the organization. And Jennifer, you can tell people where they can find you. You can find me online 
uh, Facebook, it's Jennifer Farnsworth. Uh, my website is jenniferfarnsworthpaintings.com. I paint and sing, so it's a dual website. All right, but and, make it clear uh, that you don't paint and sing at the same time. No. <laughs> or maybe I do. <laughs> I need somebody to dance and, and paint at the same time. That's all I said. But anyway. Uh, and where else was it? Sorry. Um, uh, social media. Facebook, it's Jennifer Farnsworth. Uh, Instagram, it's Jennifer Farnsworth Paintings. And website is jenniferfarnsworthpaintings.com. Okay, then. And Vaughn, let's let everybody know where you, where you can be uh, picked up. Uh, um, find me, jazzbeatsradio.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Vonco1. I'm also at um, LinkedIn. And uh, I have another Twitter page called Ain't Nothing But Soul. So you can find me at either one of those areas. And, uh, yeah, the jazz is plentiful on all of those. <laughs> cool. All right. Then, uh, Jennifer, thanks again. And uh, we're going to make sure that uh, we have this technical issue resolved the next time we meet. Okay. okay. Thank All you right. so much. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye.